ticket. Guys, I want to tell you about my friends Simply Earth. These friends of mine are doing incredible things, not just to make the air in your home toxin-free and help you detoxify your life, but they're also making a difference all around the world. More on that in just a second. I used to be kind of intimidated by essential oils, not even really sure how to do it. Then I discovered Simply Earth, all right? I would spend this money and then I would just kind of like, I don't even know what to do. I'm confused, all right? But this is the solution. Simply Earth essential oil recipe box to the rescue. They help you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils to help make your home toxin-free. Here's how it works. You receive the recipe box with four pure essential oils, six recipe cards, and extras. You learn how to use your essential oils while making the recipes created by certified aromatherapists. You save money, you detoxify your life, and here's my favorite part. I'm going to get essential oils somehow, but I'd rather get them from a company who's on a mission to change the world, and Simply Earth is doing just that. They give 13% of all profits to end human trafficking around the world. Did you hear that? 13% of all profits go to end human trafficking around the world. That's a cause I want to get behind, and I know you do too. Simply Earth is like a meal subscription kit but it's more fun and it's less edible. I got to make fun products that will detoxify my home while also learning safe ways to use my essential oils. The best part, these oils don't break my budget. I can buy from a company that changes the world. Simply Earth is giving 13% of all profits to end human trafficking around the world. So I want to encourage you to detoxify your home, but also do something to help end human trafficking. You can start right now with Simply Earth's essential oil recipe box. Plus... Get a free 80 milliliter essential oil diffuser when you subscribe today using our URL, simplyearth.com slash west. That's simplyearth.com. You're going to get a free 80 milliliter essential oil diffuser when you subscribe using our URL, simplyearth.com slash west. These guys are changing the world. Let's do it with them. Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and as always, I really hope you like it. Thank you for joining me week in and week out. Those of you who listen every week, you know who you are, and uh, it means so much to me. It's been a whirlwind of a week. I feel like I say that every week. I feel like that's because it is a whirlwind every week. And I love, you know, this chance weekly to check in with you guys. I love getting your calls, by the way. So many of you uh, call the uh, podcast hotline. I might take a couple of your calls today. I try to do that as as often as I can. And until we go back to the normal format of of having guests on, I figure it gives me a chance to, to do that a little bit more. So, uh, in fact, you know what? Instead of just talking about taking your calls, I'm going to take one right here and now. Oh, by the way, a 601 is uh, the podcast hotline. You can call. You can tell me your name, where you're listening from. Ask me a question. Tell me your story, whatever it is. I love to hear from you. Um, When people call in, it makes my day, just like this call right here. Hi, my name is Ira, and I live in Wisconsin, um, Chippewa, or whatever, I don't know. Um, And... I went to one fish and I really like his song, Quarantine Life. And I really like his song, Gobble Gobble One. I really like a lot of your songs. Bye. Thanks for the call, Isla from Wisconsin. It sounded like you said you're not sure where in Wisconsin you're from. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah, the songs that will never go away. Quarantine Life and Gobble Gobble. 
Glad you like those songs, Isla. We're getting close to Gobble Gobble season, my friends. I kind of feel like my song Gobble Gobble will be like, you know, like in the South, hunting season, it's just, it comes and everybody gets excited. I don't. I'm not very much of a of a hunting kind of guy. But, you know, it comes. It's like clockwork. It's like a season. And maybe it's just gobble gobble season that's going to come every year. And families can be, parents can be annoyed by the fact that their kids want to listen to gobble gobble around the clock. Thank you, Isla. You're the best. And thanks for calling the podcast. And thanks for listening to my show, Isla. You are so awesome. And I hope you hear me say that right now. Gobble gobble one. Wait, it's not gobble gobble season yet but we'll get to that soon. Speaking of seasons, though, Christmas season is uh, right around the corner as well. And I'm probably not supposed to tell you this, but I wrote a new song, and I'm super excited about you hearing it. It's going to be coming out for this Christmas holiday season, and uh, it's kind of in collaboration or in celebration of the uh, Come Home for Christmas weekend that's taking place in Nashville. I'm inviting... I think there's going to be about only 400 people allowed from uh, all around the country to come and hang out with us for a special weekend, December 2nd through the 4th. It's called Come Home for Christmas. You're going to get a chance to hear my new Christmas song. We're going to be doing Christmas concerts. I mean, it's going to be an epic weekend. You can find out all about that at MatthewWest.com. Just click on Come Home for Christmas. The complete itinerary is laid out. It's such a cool event happening December 2nd through the 4th. We're going to kind of have Christmas together with the West family. So be sure to check that out. And maybe I'll play Gobble Gobble too. All right. Isla, if you and your family come to hang with me, Gobble Gobble will be in the set list when you come to Nashville and Franklin, Tennessee. All right. Let's take another call. Hey, Matthew. This is Lisa Edmiston from Clinton, South Carolina. Um, looking forward to the road trip to your concert on November 3rd in Kingsport, Tennessee. Um, I just want to say that I am reading the God Who Stays, and I've really been excited about reading it. Um, it's a great book for me as the Lord has just brought me through the last um, five years since my husband was killed in the automobile accident. Um, I am blessed to have five children who are great God-fearing people and 11 grandchildren. And I know God has stayed, and he has stayed with me and has given me them as an extra support during this time. Love your music. It's been a lot to me. Um and I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you letting God use you the way you do. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call, Lisa. Thanks for sharing your story. That's what I want this podcast to be all about. I'm glad that the book, The God Who Stays, has been encouraging you. That really means a lot to me. And a big part of that book deals with how God stays with us through our grief, uh, through our sorrow, through our loneliness, our anxiety through every single phase of our lives and all of our lives will be touched by those things. And so I can't wait to uh, connect with you at the show in Kingsport, Tennessee. That concert's going to be called a night at the story house. We're only doing 11 of these shows. We're going to be diving into the book. We're going to be kind of, you know, I'm going to be sharing my stories and my songs. And um, it means a lot to me to hear that you're going to be taking a road trip. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, I'm glad you can be encouraged and be reminded that he is the God who stays. He never leaves us, never forsakes us. And uh, I think of Psalm 23, right? Yea, though I walk through the valley, we know that he's with us. 
In fact, you know what? That makes me want to read Psalm 23 right now. So let's just read it together. I find like when a scripture pops into my head, but maybe not the whole scripture, like I feel like that's the Lord saying, open the Bible. Like, and I, I want to act on that impulse because those are good impulses to act on. I got a lot of impulses that are not good to act on, but the one that makes me want to open my Bible, that's one I can rely on. So let's just read Psalm 23 together. And uh, Lisa, maybe you needed to hear this as well too. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Thanks for the call, Lisa. And uh, your call made me think, you know what? There's a scripture I need to read. So maybe somebody else needed that. That's how God works. Isn't that awesome? I love that. I love that thought that my cup overflows. I started this week out thinking I'm, I'm overflowing with things that I have to do. But to think about my cup overflowing with God's love is a much needed reminder. Let's take uh, one more call here. Oh, by the way, if you want to join Lisa at one of the concerts, a night at the Story House, there's only 11 cities. Sounds like Lisa's going to be making a little bit of a road trip to the show in Kingsport, Tennessee. 11 cities in November, a night at the Story House. Go to MatthewWest.com to find out all the information. My friend Katie Nicole's going to be joining me. Looking forward to that. So, uh, be sure to check that out at MatthewWest.com. And TheGodWhoStays.com is the official page for the book. Lisa, thanks for the shout-out about the brand-new book. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Hey, Matthew. This is Amy from Galena, Kansas. Um, i got to be honest. I am in a really dark place right now, just, you know, between the emotional junk and, and you know, health struggles that I've had for almost half my life and all of my kids' lives. It's, it's just been too much. And... Uh, I can't tell you how much God has used you in my life. I hate to admit it, there's so many days that I just can't even read the word or pray. But I can force myself to listen to your podcast and your music. And even if it's just for a moment, it does give me hope. I don't know why I can so deeply to your songs, you know, but it seems like every song I hear that cuts deep, you're either singing it or I find out later that you've written it. I just want to thank you for what you do. I got to see you at the Ryman, and I'm trying so hard to save enough money to get to come home for Christmas. But just <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting the Lord use you. Thanks for the call, Amy. Thanks for uh, being honest, for sharing what's going on in your story. And uh, the term emotional junk, I think, is uh, something we can all relate to on any given day in our lives. Kind of reminds me of a song I say I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine, hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken. Why do you think I wrote that one? <laughs> emotional baggage, emotional junk, that's what you said. But uh, I heard pastor say on Sunday, you know, the Lord can't heal what you won't reveal. And that's uh, obviously that's a classic evangelist line, but... Uh, it's truth to it, you know? So the fact that you're calling into the podcast, just saying, hey, man, I'm struggling. Got this emotional junk in my life, feeling overwhelmed. Just speaking that out loud. 
and not just taking that to the podcast hotline, but taking that to the Lord, right? What does the Bible say? Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Here's another scripture for you, my friend. And for anybody else out there who's saying, yeah, you know what? I'm feeling overwhelmed by some emotional junk in my life. I'm, I'm feeling weary and worn down from it. Matthew 11, verse 28, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's Jesus' invitation right there. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I hope that encourages you today. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for sharing. And I'm, I'm praying for you, my friend. I thought I would share some thoughts that I wrote during uh, my personal devotional time. I've had uh, the last week, I think I mentioned, was kind of a week of celebration. So I wanted to share some thoughts about kind of how, what I've experienced this past week and what the Lord showed me through it. How many of you know he's always speaking to us? He's always trying to get our attention. The question is, are, are we listening? And he's speaking to us in the in the struggles we're facing, in the big moments, the monumental moments. He's speaking to us in the, in the minutia, in the little things, right? He's all around us everywhere. And uh, I'm thankful for that, that he's always speaking. One of my favorite quotes that touches on that very subject is by the great C.S. Lewis. This is what he wrote. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our consciences, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. So uh, he's touching on that all three phases, right? It's not just in the good times that he's speaking. It's not just in um, the pain, although that pain a lot of times is where he can tend to speak the loudest to us and wake us up. But this past week, I've had a season of God speaking to me through some blessings. And um, I talk about it in my book, how I have a hard time celebrating uh, at least when good things happen to me, um, I can be a little bit negative, a little bit like Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh, or move on to the next mountain to climb. But uh, I want to share some thoughts, and I hope this can encourage you. Today's devotional is called Good Things on His Mind. This has been a week of celebration in the West House. If you've read my book already, you know that I have a hard time celebrating. Uh, the book talks about how I have a hard time waiting for the confetti to fall. I can celebrate other people, but when I'm being celebrated, I feel uncomfortable and I'd like to change the subject as quickly as possible. But like it or not, I've been blessed this past week to receive some very special awards from the songwriting community in Nashville. Just a couple of nights ago, I was given the award of Songwriter Artist of the Year on stage at the Ryman Auditorium with artists like Taylor Swift, Garth Brooks, Luke Combs, and others in attendance. I kept thinking, what is my life? Is this happening right now? Most awards handed out that night went to the country music industry greats. They told me this was only the second time in 50 years that my award was given to a Christian artist, and uh, I was in shock. The reason I share this with you today, though, is not to brag in any way, but instead to highlight how amazing our God is. I've never really talked about this, but I was at a crossroads in my life several years ago. I had been presented with an opportunity to turn my focus exclusively to writing country songs. I had a, a publisher come to me. They heard some of the country songs I had written. And uh, 
to be honest, they kind of said, man, we really think you could do this. You could be one of the greats in country music. And it was tickling my ears. You know, I thought to myself, um, well, maybe I'll stop being a recording artist in, in Christian music. Maybe I could uh, travel less. I could be home with my family more. I could maybe make more money. And I started heading in this direction. And I thought, well, maybe I should just call it quits, try to hit it big as a country writer. I, I don't think I've ever told many people that, but that was a path that I began heading down. And just as I began to do that, I, I felt as though God was whispering to me, Matthew, you are releasing yourself from something that I'm not ready to release you from. I have more for you. I could not shake that. I was having this door open. I was wanting so badly to walk through that door and to just change careers and walk away from something that was hard or whatever. I just kept hearing those words. I'll say it again. Matthew, you're releasing yourself from something and I'm not ready to release you from it. I have more for you. I couldn't shake that nagging feeling that God was calling me not to abandon my calling, his calling for me, I should say. So I, I obeyed. I stayed the course. I kept pouring out my heart one song at a time to tell people about Jesus. I told that publisher that wanted to sign me. In fact, I had signed that deal. That's how far down the path I was. And when I told him, hey, look, I, I know we signed this deal thinking that I was going to be mostly a country writer, but you know, I feel like... God's calling me to stay the course. And they could have easily said, well, you know, that's not what we signed up for. And instead they said, hey, man, we believe in you. We'll champion whatever it is you feel called to do. So that's why standing on stage at the Ryman Auditorium the other night was so special. It was this full circle moment. Here I was on stage at the Ryman receiving recognition like this in front of a, a crowd of people that you know, maybe would have been more my peers if I had chosen that path. And yet the Lord was honoring me for obeying all those years later and not abandoning the calling that he placed on my life. We all have a unique calling. And those people in that room who pursued country music, pursuing their calling on, on their life, and I chose to pursue what God had called me to do. And there I was on stage at the Ryman, and uh, man, it hit me. It hit me hard. And kind of got emotional just thinking about it. Thank you, Lord. The scripture that came to mind as I stepped on stage was this, James 1.17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. I think that scripture goes on to talk about how the Father of lights does not change like shifting shadows. So my desires might, might shift. My ambitions might shift. I'm shifty. We all are. <laughs> That's the human condition. But I love that it doesn't just remind us, this scripture, that, that every good and perfect gift comes from God, but it also comes from a God who never wavers, doesn't shift like shadows. He's, he's not back and forth, even though we are. He is a solid foundation. And so he blesses us. And his calling for us doesn't shift either. Like he knows the plans he has for us. And when we will obey his plans then we will receive good and perfect gifts and we will know beyond the shadow of a doubt where they come from. Coming down from the Father of Lights, James 1.17. There's absolutely no mistaking who the reason is for the good gifts in my life. How about you? Ephesians 3.20 says that God is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think. In other words, God has good things for you on his mind. He wants to bless you. He has great plans for you. 
And he will do more in your life than you can even begin to imagine. I'm having a mountaintop moment right now in my life, a mountaintop season. And I just had to share with you that my view from up here, it's beautiful. Like normally as a songwriter, we're like, we're focusing on what's happening in the valley, but I have to be just as honest on the mountaintop. And I'm so thankful for a moment where I get this view from the mountaintop. And it's beautiful. It's breathtaking. And it's undoubtedly all because of him. Trust him today. Obey his call on your life. Don't try to release yourself from something that he hasn't released you from. Obey his plan. Obey his call on your life. There is no better place to be than in the center of God's will. And Satan doesn't want you there. So he's going to push. He's going to lie to you. He's going to try to get you off track. He's going to do anything and everything he can to keep you even one degree off from the center of God's will for your life. But pursue his call on your life above all else. And you will receive good and perfect gifts from above. And you'll have no doubt where they come from, just like I'm feeling right now. Don't take the easy road. He's going to lead you to your own kind of mountaintop in time. And you will see for yourself that he does indeed have good things for you on his mind. He's thinking of you. He's mindful of you. He loves you. And he has good things in store for you. I hope that encourages you today. My goal is to share my story throughout every chapter, not just the difficult ones, but even the victorious ones. Why? Because God's always speaking. And I'm so thankful. My heart is just filled with gratitude to all of those out there listening to the podcast today, those who are listening to my songs, those who picked up the book, those who are coming to our Christmas weekend, those who I'm going to see on the road. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for letting my songs and stories be part of your life. I'm filled with gratitude. And when you receive good and perfect gifts from above, from the Father of lights, that should be the natural response, just gratitude. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your good and perfect gifts. And thank you for having me on your mind. I want to send you guys out today just by listening to a little bit of me on your mind. I just feel like uh, maybe it's the calls that came in. Maybe you're out there. You just say, I need that reminder that he's thinking of me today. And I, I hope it will flood your heart with gratitude to know that he is mindful of you. He's not surprised by your circumstances. He does have good things in store for you, and he loves you very, very much. Uh, Go out listening to Me on Your Mind, and remember, it's your story for his glory. I'll see you next week. I've read the words in red How you leave the 99 To find the one missing Feels like that was written With me on your mind And the prodigal son who ran Leaving his home behind The part where the father came running to meet him Did you say that with me on your mind? Who am I that the king
And when I stand before you, I'll find 